Here's the situation. Rush, this is the second part of our Jodie Foster twofer called Freaky Friday. And Freaky Friday style, you and I have kind of co-opted or borrowed maybe some of each other's sort of classic situational setups. We've switched switch minds and bodies for the sake of this episode. So I might be presenting you with something that you have traditionally presented me with or a form, a situational form that you have presented me with and vice versa. Is that is that accurate? That's right. So we often will go back to the well with some of the situations that we like to use the kind of the paradigm for that situation and then put it into a new, a new theme and uh, so this time uh, you're going to do some ones that I might normally do and I'm going to do vice versa. And uh, yeah, and it, just like a body switch movie, we'll all get confused by the end about right. who's actually doing what. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast right. about hypothetical situations. So here uh, I'm TJ, that's Rush, and here we go. If this is your first episode, none of that means anything to you, but thanks for listening anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so TJ, uh, the first situation is... Um, it's going to require a little bit of preamble. You you often do brackets, uh-huh. uh, but your brackets, I do brackets sometimes. You do them a little more often than I do. Your brackets, though, always have kind of an interesting, like a, uh, a clever twist to it <laughs> a bit. And so um, I decided to do a bracket, and I was originally going to do a bracket of uh, body switch movies. Okay. I thought there, there would be enough. <laughs> and then I, I got like, you know, there, there were a lot, there were quite a few, but I decided not to do that and instead put an interesting like TJ twist on, on this style of bracket. So it's, it's a bracket where in the first round, it is entities that are often confused with one another. Oh, cool. Okay. And then we'll advance. However, there's a 50-50 chance <laughs> that I will confuse <laughs> prior pick. With the other person, so we could have we could have Bill Pullman move into the second round and still instead of Bill Paxton. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we could, and we might have exactly that occur. I can't say. Uh, I can't say for sure uh, that that we won't. And I will say, hey, uh, half of them are are people, and half of them are not people. Wonderful. In terms of the stuff I like. I like. I like these so kind of the mash em ups. We're doing the oft confused. With each other bracket. Okay. Ready to go? I am ready to go. Thanks. And we have, I want to say, uh, I think it's a, a 32 bracket. So we start Ooh. with Dylan McDermott uh-huh. and Dermot Mulroney. Right. What do you got coming out of the Dylan McDermott, uh, Dermot Mulroney? Dylan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Dylan McDermott, or who I, I think is Dylan McDermott. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, in the future... He and Mulroney will will compete. They'll be swapping back and forth to try to advance further. So you need you need to have the other part of your initial one do well. Okay, they're yeah. going to be confused. Uh, next up is mushrooms versus toadstools. Ooh, let's move uh, let's move mushrooms along. All right, probably not controversial in that one is poisonous and one isn't. But uh, all right, mushrooms. Uh, next up, shrimps. Versus prawns. Ooh. Used with one another. Let's move the prawn along. Prawn goes forward. Uh, all right. Demi Moore and Jennifer Connelly, uh, often confused for one another. Um, which one uh, would you pick? 
based. Um, I mean, it's really Demi Moore's walk onto stage in striptease versus Jennifer Connelly's skate uh, roller skating and career opportunities. And uh, I'm going to go with the Frank Whaley, Jennifer Connelly vehicle um, career opportunities and go with Jennifer Connelly on that. Nice. Jennifer Connelly. Um, what do you like better, mugs or cups? Who mugs? mugs or cups? Oh, mugs. Mugs all day? Oh, mugs all day. In a, in a, in a runaway. Uh, unfortunately, cups will come back later <laughs> when they get confused for mugs. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan or Javier Bardem, who I will admit to often confusing myself. And many times have thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan was Javier Bardem. I'll go with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. If only for the fact that later it'll be Javier Bardem. Yeah. Um, stalactites or stalagmites? The tights. Okay. Zach Braff, Dax Shepard. Hmm. Dax. All right. Uh, now we got jam versus jelly. We're on the other half of the bracket now. That was the first half of the bracket. Other half of the bracket. Jam versus jelly. Jam. Jam. Okay, jam over jelly. Um, Do you think any old IO old timers, when I answer that question, responded with the appropriate response to that rush? Jam. 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 <laughs> jam. I don't think I can hear someone say jam without me responding with echoing jam. Uh, I had to host the jam for like a year. Jam. 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 Uh, gosh darn it. Oh my God, that is unbelievable how far this my handwriting looks from what this actually is. Okay, uh, next up is Jeff Bridges against Kurt Russell. <laughs> uh Boy, they're both so good. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell advances. Yeah. Next, we got Huskies and Malmutes. Ooh, hu- Huskies. Owl family owned one of each. Oh, okay, Huskies for me. Huskies, okay. I actually might go with the Malmute, but, you know, I love them both. Mm-hmm. Two, two of my Hard not to. favorite types of dogs. Uh, and speaking of loving both, I like both of these young men quite a bit as well. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe or Elijah Wood? Uh, Radcliffe. All right. Often mis- mistaken. Have some good talk show stories about that. Um. Uh, <laughs> myths or legends? Oh, give me legends. Legends advances. Okay. Um. Next up, we've got uh the one that you predicted. Uh, Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman? Uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. And now we've got uh, Ian McKellen or Michael Gambon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ian McKellen. Okay. Ian McKellen. And then finally, we've got crocodiles versus alligators. Gators. Okay. All right, heading into round two. Uh, <laughs> Dylan McDermott versus Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Okay. Uh, prawns versus Jennifer Connolly. Jennifer Connolly. Mugs versus Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mugs. 
Stalactites versus Dax Shepard. Stalactites. Uh, on the other half of the bracket, we got Jam versus Jam. Kurt Russell. Jam. Jam. Jam advances. Jam. Uh, we got Huskies against Daniel Radcliffe. Huskies. Oh, that one's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bill Pullman against uh, Legends. Legends. Legends is going to be tough to beat. Well, it's no, out in the next it. round for Miss. <laughs> uh, we got Ian McKellen <laughs> against Alligators. Ian McKellen. Okay, we're into the we're into the elite eight, Switch. and now the switching occurs. The confusion begins. DJ. Switch. Uh, All right. We got toadstools against Demi Moore. <laughs> we just um, toadstools. Yeah, toadstools. Yeah. Into the final four, and then we got cups against uh, uh, stalagmites. Stalagmites against cups. Of those two stalagmites. That's weird because it would have lost the mugs. Big disparity, uh, cups versus mugs. It would, oh, it would have right. lost the mugs. It would have lost the mugs for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it went. It beats Sadly, cups. Sadly, I confused cups with mugs. <laughs> and uh, so now on the other side, we got jelly. Okay. We got jelly against Alaskan Malamute. Uh the Alaskan Malamute beats jelly. Jam would be a real race. Yeah, much tough, much closer for <laughs> yeah. you if it's jam against uh, Elijah Woods. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jam, jam but crushes. Malmutes advance. Uh, that then takes us to Miss against Michael Gambon. Oh, Miss. Okay. <laughs> how, did, how does Ian McKellen do against Miss? <laughs> he gives him a race. Gives him a real race. But, yeah. My Miss Damn crush shame. Gambon. I got him confused. We're in the semifinals. <laughs> and on the one hand, we got Mushrooms are back. And they're up against Stalactites. Mushrooms. Mushrooms into the finals, and <laughs> and on the other side we we got the Siberian Huskies against Legends. <sighs> legends. All right. So in the very finals, it's Toadstools <laughs> against Myths. <laughs> toadstools, man. Toadstools. Oh my god. So your overall winner is the. It's is a poisonous, poisonous fungus. Toadstool. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I liked it. It was t- you know you, you had to ride you had to ride the pony you were on, but you, the, that pony kept switching on you. You know. Yeah, it was like a it was like a body switch movie <laughs> where they just kept switching back and forth. So you it was total confusion. I wonder if of those toadstools are the most like mushrooms from the you know like what 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 two of those would be the most similar because bill paxton's not really much like bill pullman right right um so well, you really want like two eights you know yeah. you don't want a 10 and a five right the five's gonna get, get you knocked out at some point i mean a husky and a malamute a malamute i imagine aren't hugely different in your mind in terms of how they would right do against the, the field correct overall. correct yeah the dog the just the dogness of it is the is is you know wins or wins or loses yeah whereas for you Cups is a oh. is a struggler in the field, whereas mugs might have been strong a contender. Champion. Strong contender, very strong contender. A great mug. Whew. A cup. Man, it's so easy to break. It's dainty. It's got a little that little like two finger. You know how cups have those those little handles that you can barely get a finger in? You know what yeah. I mean? Mugs always you can get your whole hand in there in a mug oh, hole. Yeah. That's uh. all right, Rush. Here's the situation. Rush, you're just walking down the street one day. Suddenly, you have a bag placed over your head, and you're pushed oh. into a waiting van, man. 
Through the bag, you're able to tell that you are driven to a private airfield and taken on a flight. After landing, you are placed on a boat, and so- but soon you don't hear the sound of water, and your ears start to pop. Eventually, the bag is removed, and you find yourself in a submarine operating room across from the eccentric billionaire. Uh, I thought maybe so. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he might show up this week. And he I says... Yo, okay. Oh, then you might enjoy this. You might. I, I, maybe you like him. I don't know if you like what he does. Maybe you know. Maybe you, you're able to separate the artist from the from the music in that sense. Um, uh, he explains to you that he's looking forward to your new procedure. Yeah. And what he's going to do, based on freaky, the freaky part of Freaky Friday, is he's going to offer you. He's going. He is going to offer you some cash to go through one of these procedures. He's going to give them to you in order, and you can either accept or reject. If you accept, you will not hear any of the other possible procedures afterwards. But if you I'm wait, so yeah. But if you wait to the end of the list, you have to have the final procedure. Yes, I can kind of see now why you don't always love this. I guess so maybe with you're on the other side of it. I guess that's what okay. it's always been. Yeah, yeah. I guess when, when you're the one with the bag over your head and you find yourself on a a sub submariner um, operating room, it is kind of the shoes on the other, maybe third foot. I'm going to be so case. upset. I'm going to be. So, I'm so tempted to find mm-hmm. out what all the procedures are. Yeah, but, but you, I, I don't want to stick myself with the last. One. No, no. Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe the last one's the the easiest and the and the you know the the least yeah. the least drastic. But uh, but he probably threw some. He probably threw a little tasty nugget up near top to say to make you think maybe that's the easiest one. Anyway, he starts to uh, he starts to run down the possible menu of procedures that you'll be going through. Can he? T- will he tell me how many possibilities there are? No. Golly. No. So he he be, will say could, this. Could just be one. He'll say this. Hey man, I didn't I didn't plan on having you here all day. You know, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to, okay. I want to give you a, a freaky procedure and get you out of here and on your way by dinner. So it's not a hundred, you know, it's, okay. it's not that, um, but it's probably more than four. He, t- he tells you that it's probably, oh, oh, he says helpful. probably more than four. So, all right. So the first one he offers is you for $100,000, decent sum. He says you can, uh, you will have an eye placed on your body anywhere that you choose but you're going to have another working eye somewhere on your on your body. He'll give you a hundred grand to go through that procedure. I'll say this: I was going to pass pretty much no matter what the first one was, mm-hmm. but I absolutely passed. Okay, no interest you are. in. Oh, okay, hate hate having a third eye. Another working eye. You don't want that. In the past, I do not want it. Okay, I mean, you could put it in somewhere that's just in your underpants and always wear underpants, so you can't, you know, no, can't but see. Then, like, yeah, oh, okay, no. all right. He says for forty-five grand. You'll have your skin turned any of the six of your choosing, primary or secondary colors. Your skin will permanently be turned that color. Oh no! See, now that's kind of interesting because I, if if I had, you know, if I if you said like on a one to ten scale, what's my level of satisfaction with my skin color? Mm-hmm. It would be like a two. Okay. Um, would you like a nice so bright shade much, of yellow? How much worse could it really get than like being super pale? Um, like kind of right, raincoat. So, you'll be like raincoat yellow, ripe ripe fruit orange, and then it gets. Then I mean, and if you don't mind, then it just gets like lob cooked lobster red. You know, uh, astroturf green, grape purple, or you know, 
deep. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I, I I may regret this, but I'm gonna pass. Okay, fair enough. All right, now you might. This one might be all right for 15 G's. It's not a lot of money. You're well, gonna I like, get. I like this already. Three teardrop tattoos on your face. Uh, two are not filled in. One is filled in. I no, I can't get a face tattoo for it's only fifteen thousand. Fifteen grand. Fifteen grand. No, you're turning it down. No. I mean, it implies that you killed someone, maybe in jail. You know, it might might give you some fun street cred. Four fifteen. No. Okay. All right, five thousand dollars. Okay, good. Permanent tonsure, which is the Friar Tuck haircut. It's the only haircut you can ever have. It'll be oh, no. forever and ever. You get a permanent tonsure for $5,000. Bald on top, hairband, bald bald beneath it. No. I got, no? I got to turn it down. Really? I, I, knew, I knew I should have made my skin blue. Okay. He's, uh, he's willing to part with a quarter of a million dollars for this next one. 250 grand. You're going to lose one foot in height by losing basically the area between your nipples and your belly button. That's, that's where it's coming out of. And then you'll just be kind of reconnected and one foot one foot shorter. Uh, We're just gonna take that kind of rib cage area right out of there for you and sew you back, sew you back up and send you on your way. I gotta I gotta pass. You're passing on it's two hundred and fifty G's. Yeah. Okay. Half a half a million he's willing to part with on this next one. You also lose a foot in height, but it's by removing your tibia and fibula. So you go solid to the knees. Basically, knees become ankles. There you go. Head out on the street with a cool half a mil. Uh, as between those two, I would have rather had that other one. Uh-huh. Um, I hear you. That's so why this one's twice twice the cash. Yeah, but the, it's not even remotely close to what it would require for me to do this. Okay. So I'm going to... I'm going to have to uh, see what's next. Okay. $1,500. That's it. 1500 That's, I mean, basically you can blow that on your way back up to the surface. You're, you're not, you're not really leaving with a lot of cash in pocket. Uh, you have a random type of fart at the top and bottom of every hour. Uh, it could be a silent, but deadly. It could be an absolute cartoon, cartoon bomb blast. Um, could be a real, could be a real wet one, but it's going to happen basically as a clock would at, you know, 12 o'clock, 1230, 1 o'clock, 1.30. Uh, every day, awake or asleep. I'm accepting it. I'm accepting that. I'll take the $1,500. Okay. And, uh, you know, buy the first of many, like, male di- or adult diapers. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, we got the, I'm going to have to take the farts. Um, I'm pleased with that. Okay. My prior options. I don't know what was in, in, ahead of me. Maybe there was something great. Maybe it was like, Maybe. here's a million. Here's there's... a million and you can't <laughs> shave for a year. You know? But, uh, it was, yeah, we'll, we'll let me know. The, the next one you, you see as he's, as he's leaving, like, well, congratulations on your procedure. You see that the dollar amount was $4,000 for the next one. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, right. wasn't a lot of dough. And then you see that it says, um, you'd no longer ever be able to swim. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I I'm okay. I'm okay with the. I got out of there like okay with this farting procedure. Yeah, um, it's all right. Yeah, you didn't make any scratch, but yeah. But hey, you weren't there no, to make no. money. You were there to get a freaky procedure. You know. I was there. I was there to minimize the the, the cash was <laughs> uh, secondary. 
every time I heard low, I was excited because I, I thought that might make it a, a less uh, horrific procedure. A lot of them were. I mean, it's less, let's, you know, it's um, having a permanent tonsure is less horrific than losing a foot between your knee and your ankle, you know? Oh, well, we were never accepting though. I was just very glad that wasn't the last one. <laughs> All right. Uh, the year is uh, 2033, and you are um, uh, sitting aside, uh, contemplatively uh, enjoying uh. a nice look at the uh, decaying um, <laughs> industrial complex that is uh, whatever city you're living in at the time. Yeah. And your uh, robot companion um, next to you uh, finds himself uh, to be in a... Uh, a talkative mood, okay. mood where he is curious about the intricacies of human thought and so forth, sure. as, as he from time to time becomes. And uh, I think he wants to be human. I think he's kind of quietly trying to build an emotional library so that he becomes more, more human. That's what I think he is because he's, yeah, he's chock full of AI. He's chock full of AI. I just always kind of insult him by by accidentally saying things oh, like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to uh, don't want to off switch here, right. I don't want to uh, strip your bolts with this one or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I'm constantly putting my foot throw in a my wrench head. into the works. I think you did said that throw a wrench in the works or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have, and I've also said uh, blow a I fuse. Hate to be robotic in my answer. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and you've just watched. Um, a body switch movie with him. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, and so he's, he's finished watching that. And he, he turns to you and says, TJ. Yeah. What is an identity? Hmm. Well, it's a great question. Um, in some senses it's in the, in the world sense of government or, or civics, it's, your name and and a collection of sort of like biological or identi- uh, identifying factors. But in a personal sense, I guess it's the collection of what you say you are to the world. Um, so some people, part of some people's identity would be that they're uh, a father and a car salesman and a practical joker. So it, it, it can en- encompass both the things that you do, um, also the way you do things. And I guess, I guess, like I said, it's who you say that you are is your, and you know what? And actually sometimes who the world says you are also becomes part of your identity. How is your identity different than your soul? Um, well, your soul is probably, at least in my concept, a purer thing. Your soul is what you are. Your identity is what you say you are. So, um, you could be a a bad person in your soul, but tell the world that you're a philanthropist or a philanthropist in your soul and tell the world that you're, um, a misanthrope. How important is your identity to you? Um, to me, to me, myself as a, yeah, uh, pretty, oh, that's a great question. That is a very difficult question to answer because I have spent 
a good amount of my time trying to build an identity which i um which is closer to a reputation i think than than a soul trying to build a reputation and an identity that says who i am and that i am that i am good so in that way it's very important to me in the way that i literally would not know who i was without it it's very important to me but aspects of my identity aren't important at all to me my my age my my if i had to part with my name i i i could do that that there are um oh he was um uh i was an actor i don't care that that people know that he was played basketball in high school i don't care that people know that so the essential parts i guess are very important the factoidal uh, parts aren't as important to me great question i've heard people say that there can be the theft of an identity do you believe your identity could be stolen um so how we said before that part of your identity is how is literally the facts and matters of how society deals with you part of that is your banks bank accounts and your credit cards and and all of that so that identity can be stolen much more easily than than the than the identity as who you who it is um, identity as who you say you are. Um, that would be much more difficult to steal. But I imagine someone could try and copy that pretty closely. Um, so the first part, yes, is 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 uh, is able to be stolen and without that much trouble. I think from what I've heard. I don't want you to be upset. So if I could guard only all of your possessions or your identity and guarantee that one be stolen, which one would you want me to guard? Well, guard my identity just in case. Yeah, just in case you can guard the uh, my my reputation, persona and who I who I say I am as well. If you can if you can guard that, guard that. Let him let him let him take the TV. In this movie, they just changed <laughs> identities easily. Do you think you could change your identity if you wanted to? Uh, not for long. I think I could pretend to be someone else for a while, but I think I would show through uh, pretty easily before, before too long. And f so, for example, in the movie we saw, I'm guessing what they did was they... The part of the identity that ex they exchanged is who they are and who who how they how they behave how they act. But they were still the name, right? It was still like, oh, that's a nine-year-old boy with this name. That's a forty-year-old man with that name. That part didn't change. It was the second aspect of the identity that did. They each pissed into a fountain, <laughs> and it was struck by lightning at the same time. And somehow, I that wouldn't normally happen. I don't. I don't think so. I might. I think the only thing that would happen if it got hit by lightning is the, like the, the the coins might get electrocuted for a little bit. But other other than that, I don't think. Yeah, I still wouldn't try it, but because uh, I think you get hurt. But I don't think it would switch identities. No, no. Okay. I hope I have an identity. Yeah, you do. Of course, you do, robot companion. Without a doubt, you tell me who you are all the time. Just by asking these questions, it adds to your identity. So that's that's wonderful, man. That's heavy duty. That's heavy duty being on this side, Rush.
Yeah, yeah. Put it into the two slot. How about know, it? Robot companion's <laughs> usually a two slotter. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. That's the, you're exactly right. That's you're uh, yeah. You're still. <laughs> you're also Freaky Friday in my uh, my running order. That's right. Uh, I think this is kind of where you usually put this. So here's the situation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the food draft. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. We've had meats. <laughs> we had candies. We have vegetables. A lot of stuff you may find in the middle of your plate. Today is all about the sides, baby. Side orders Ooh. and side dishes. I'm Dan Dems Tasty, here with the second best in the business, Rush Howell. Rush, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to uh, be, be viewed as the runner-up, uh, T.J. Jagodowski. Best, uh, best of the business. Best of the business. As is Nick uh, Delicious. I'm also the second best at tops in the business. My guess is I'm closer to 11th or 12th in the as far as the business goes. I don't give yourself a hard time, Dan, but I'm I'm, I'm excited to talk about sides. Uh, you know, under underappreciated uh, part of the meal. Couldn't couldn't be more excited to be here. It was. Um, for anyone who hasn't been to the food draft before, uh, give them a quick a quick overview on on how it works. Yeah, basically the way it works is you have uh, four rounds. Uh, usually only two make it onto the uh, televised portion, but uh, you're going to draft four different sides uh, that you can have, uh, and those are the only four sides that that you can have. That's it. Food sides. That's for it. The rest of your life. That's all so you, you get. And once somebody drafts it, you can't pick it. Can't so get it. If you want something, grab it or it's gone, and you're going to leave with four sides that you're allowed to have for the for the rest of your life. And I should tell you, Rush, um, that the bylaws of the side draft are fairly complicated and that just about anything can sometimes be ordered as a side, you know? So, oh, yeah. so what they tried to do was stick with classic diner sides, barbecue restaurant sides, steakhouse sides, and the like for... For, for example, we don't want every veggie being picked for, you know, because that was done in the vegetable draft, in the fruit and vegetable draft. So, But there might be some vegetables that are specific to particular places that are okay to be to be drafted. Um, also, breakfast breakfast diner sides were too much because basically you can get a side of pancakes and that's like getting a whole other meal for your yep. side. So you can't, you can't do that. Um, what's, what do you see just off the top of your head you think – uh, immediately, either for you, top top of the top of the mountain sides, or sides you expect to see go pretty quickly today. Well, you know, I, I'm going to expect to see French fries mm-hmm. uh, off the board very, very early. Uh, it's it's maybe questionable in that there are a variety of uh, fried options, or a variety of potato <clears throat> options as well. Right, right. The, the side of fries is is an iconic side. Um, that goes, you know, you can have in a fancy restaurant, and but also you can just have all over the place with basically any yep. type of uh, of sandwich or what have you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're gonna. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rush. And the the other one that that I would expect to go uh, really early is the side salad. I mean, it's uh-huh. so, it's such an iconic uh-huh. side that it's indeed called the side salad. Um, and I and you know. I would expect that to go here in the early round. You got it. You got it. Well, let's head up to the podium for the announcement of the first uh, the first pick. The first picker is uh, Jacques Dutronc and the Bowling Boogie, the Heavy Hitters, and the Chichi Music. And uh, the the first pick is Rush. You had it. It's French fries off the board number uh, one. French fries off the board. Great. And this is Jacques Dutronc. Jacques Dutronc and the Bowling Boogie, the Heavy Hitters, and the Chichi Music. It's a line from uh, Brimful of Asha, a song by Corner Shop that always fascinated me so i just put it 
put that line all together. But yeah, the first guy is Jacques Dutronc. He's also picking along with the bowl and boogie, the heavy hitters, and the chichi music. Well, I tell you what, he slammed the trunk on uh, that pick. <laughs> that was a perfect first pick. Boy, oh boy. That's why you're the second best uh, in the business. I don't know what the best in the business would have said, because that sounds like the right thing to say, so... But you don't want a trunk slammer if you're in a uh, if you're in a golf tournament. You, but it's okay oh, you know, at the in the side draft. Yeah, but he uh, it's just a it's a strong move right out of the gate. I'm not surprised. I'm sure most people would pick fries in that spot. Uh, can't go wrong with that side. Pick. All right. Well, uh, second pick goes to Barney Grubble, and Barney Grubble picks a side of toast. What, what do you think about a side of toast? No, I, I can't. No. I can't get on board at, uh, with with the toast at number two. I think you've got uh, you got too many other good options. It really, I mean, toast doesn't feel like a a, a side uh-huh. uh, to me. It's not an iconic side, and it's it's good. Of course, like I like to have a, a side of toast with all sorts of things that I'm looking to to generally spread. Yeah, uh, everything from breakfast to. Um, yeah, you know, do a chicken pate. Oh, uh, wow. Wow, where are you eating? We're going out later on you. <laughs> We're going to go eat after this, and you're picking up the check because this is a pate guy. <laughs> yeah, I like a chicken pate. But I will I will say that the toast, like if I'm thinking about I'm, I'm at a dinner, I'm at a lunch, I, side of toast is, uh, to me, it's it, you, you've locked yourself in for breakfast for the most part. Mm. And... Um, yeah, uh, it's just it's not a strong second pick. Here's why I don't mind the pick, and and you know, and Mrs. Tasty gets mad at me for doing. I turn everything into a sandwich, so I could order whatever the hell I want to, and then just get side of toast, and then you know, I turn the I turn that chicken breast into a chicken breast sandwich, or you know, but but there are other bread options. Is that's what I hear you're also saying there? You could go with another kind of bread later on if you wanted to, right? Yeah, you could have other bread, and and just again, overall, I feel like. Most of my meals I'm doing, I, I, if I have a sandwich, then, then mm-hmm. boy, I've wasted this sure. toast, right? Yeah, then you'd be turning it into a club. club. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right, up third is Cole Slauson. Uh, and Cole Slauson, ooh, Cole Slauson surprisingly goes with the salad, the side salad right there at three. Oh, thought for sure Cole might go with coleslaw. But, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Huh, I didn't even think of that. Cole Slauson, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the son of coleslaw. Look, I, here's why I think side salad's a much better pick than coleslaw. Just mm-hmm. to start with, coleslaw much more, much more limited. Uh, a lot of the times, uh, if I'm if I'm putting together a chart of every time I've ever been given a coleslaw to, I would say I consumed it less than sixty percent of the time. Okay, like the coleslaw is there because you can get a wild mayonnaise imbalance. Uh-huh. If you get too much mayonnaise, or you get too vinegary, oh. or you get like coleslaw for a relatively simple uh, item is is got a lot of hit or miss to it. Whereas you just get your little side salad. For one thing, you can if you're ever like dieting, it's always nice to be like, ah, great, I've got my side salad set up. Yep, right. Now I'm assuming that you don't get like free reign to, to really put together a great salad around. No, it's, it's got to be one that fits there. on like the plate that comes in between the saucer and the dinner plate. You know that that plate. Yeah. Yep, yeah. And I know you hate a loose slaw. I've heard before that you cannot stand that slaw that looks like it's just sitting in dishwater. You don't like that slaw. No, no. The loose slaw is an absolute oh. killer. I won't, I won't 
Don't touch it. No, thank you. All right. Ne- next is Gurgles Manvox, the aquatic merbot. And uh, oh, he's yeah. half merman, half robot, and uh, lives under the sea, Gurgles Manvox. And he goes with the baked potato. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> I mean, it's nice, right? It's nice, right? Like, no, baked potato is a great side, but it's yeah. a terrible under the sea pick. Like, you, there are very few things that are going to get worse, soggier with just a little bit of salt water I'm, on them. I'm sure Gurgles Manvox goes with the best available. That's what you do. You pick the best available, you know? That's right. You got to go. worry about the fact that, yep. you know, I would think like maybe some sort of like kelp type thing, maybe like, a, mm. I don't know, asparagus could hold up for a little mm. while under the... No, grab the nice baked potato. That's what he went with. Oh, boy. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, some love him, some hate him. It's Donnie Pouts. And, uh, yeah, Donnie Pouts. He's heads up. Oh boy. Okay. I think, well, I don't know. Uh, you're the color guy on this one. He goes with cottage cheese. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, cottage cheese. Me. Side of cottage cheese. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, that is a horrific. horrific you don't like that one? <laughs> no, Donnie Pouts. You no. don't like Donnie Pouts' cottage pick? Cheese cottage is cheese. Like what the people that have the wheat allergy is children have to get, you know, special ordered into the cafeteria, and I feel for them. I feel so bad for them because wheat is wonderful. I might have I might have my, uh, you know, disagreements with taking toast number two, but overall, like, the things that are in, like, you know, it, it, toast is wonderful. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Cottage cheese is an abomination. I don't want it, uh, period. But I he, draft it he looks pretty happy and, with it. You know, he looks pretty thrilled. I mean, I could see Girl's Man Box maybe popping in and getting a cottage cheese. You never know how that's going to hold up. Oh, under the sea, but, it's going to float away. I, I don't think it'll disperse has. and float away. Probably get gobbled up by small shrimps or something like that. You know, if you take the cottage yeah. cheese. All right, uh, Martin Balsam is up. Not the old time character actor, but his brother, and he's going with the soup of the day. Not too bad to get the soup of the day. What do you think about that one, Rush? First of all, again, the balsam parents questionable to go with two Martins, but the uh, and then they have the well, when you when you know you go. stumbled across the right name, you st- you stick with it, you know. That's right. All of my brothers uh, are named are named Danny. Oh, I did not. I did yeah. not know that. We have different different too. nicknames: Danny, not tasty; Danny, Dem's tasty; Danny, Yum Yum's tasty. You know. It's, that's where you find your differences, where when you can define yourself, you know. Yeah, and your brother, not tasty, did not go into this line of work, right? Oh where no, all the other ones. No, he went into the not business. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, look, I think soup of the day is a great thing. Yeah. For me, I might I might have had this as as early as uh, even like number number three or so. Russ, let me ask you this now, because the soup part is of your determination, but. What about if you don't like every soup, and then you go in there, and now you're you're going to end up with a chicken rice on Thursday, but you don't want a chicken rice on Thursday, you know? Like a little bit is it's out of your control, right? It's a great point. I'm going to turn it around, though. I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm going to say that might be a positive overall. You get six soups, six soups in one, or seven soups in one, maybe, right? Is that what you're saying? One of the big problems Mm -hmm. with a food draft is you got to find variety. Okay, you only got four picks for the rest of your life, and variety is the spice of life, they say, but it's for sure the spice of a good food draft. And by picking the soup of the day, you've locked yourself into a good variety. Now, yeah, there are going to be times where that frustrates you. You're going to, 
they're, they're going to have cream of mushroom and you don't like mushrooms. I'm yep. sorry, tough right. day. There's going to be days where you're dieting and they got that French onion. You can't do it. But you're going to, you know, seven times out of eight, you're going to at least be nice. able to, to, to put the soup down if you want to. Get a nice minestrone or a good, a nice beef barley on one of those days. Mm -hmm. That's right. Plus, and, and this is hard to overstate. You, you've got a, 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 an interesting seasonal side, too, because you're not going to want the soup during, like, a lot of summer months. Uh -huh, but come right. winter, you're, you're, you're a step ahead of uh. everybody. So now I'm going to want to see Martin come back with some stuff, thinking about a summer, thinking about a barbecue situation, because you're not having soup out there. No, too hot. Too hot on those, those piping hot days in the humidity. Um, now, the Jags of Holyoke are up at 7, and the Jags of Holyoke go with the baked mac and cheese. The the barbecue joint side baked mac and cheese. Uh, that's that's tasty. That's a tasty side, right? I love it. I mean, look, it's uh, not healthy. Mm -mm. It's uh, very tasty. You it's not an everyday side, so you're gonna you're gonna want to you know make sure you level it out with some more uh, some more staple yep. type stuff. But it is one of the tastiest sides out there. Um, and I don't have I don't have any problem with it. I mean, basically anything with cheese, you're, you're never going to run afoul of me except cottage cheese, which is not really cheese. Ah, Donnie so. Pouts sitting on that cottage cheese. Please, this punch over there. All right, a uh, final picker number eight is Famish Tickle Goose. He's going to have the wrap around and pick eight and nine. So Famish goes with at eight baked beans. A little run on the barbecue sides right there. I got his baked beans. Yeah. Uh, it, look. I understand it. I'm a little surprised that it. Uh, I'm a little surprised, frankly, that it even made it to eight because of its popularity. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not a baked beans person. I would never. I, I don't eat them. I don't want them. Um, and so, for me, for me, it's a bad pick. But I, I, I applaud it. Famous pickle goose pine pick. And that's a warm side. You sometimes see in warm weather. That's sometimes a side you see at a picnic, even though that's a warm. That's yep. a warm dish. Yeah, I w it's one of the two or three things I wish I liked. I wish I liked sweet potatoes. I, I hate them. I wish I liked baked beans, I, but I just don't. Oh, you know what I said? Them's tasty. And here we go at the wraparound. Next pick at number nine. Uh, famous Tickle Goose goes with potato salad. Potato salad. He's, he's setting up his picnic. I, I can tell you that right now. Yeah. This guy's picnic is all set. So potato salad's my number two. I've been waiting ah. for that to come off the board. So overall, I feel like Famous just put himself in a nice spot. He's got a hot side. He's got a mm -hmm. cold side. He's got one that can. He's got a. He can go double on the barbecue. Uh, there's a lot of different spots where you can have a potato salad. You can have it, um, and, but potato salad is absolutely like you, you know. I could eat potato salad four meals a week. No wow. problem. Wow, no, that's a lot no of potatoes. That's a bunch of potatoes, buddy. All right, the there's, Jags. Yeah, there's different types, you know, mixing in, you know, you get more German stuff. German, sure. Mustard, or you can have it more vinegary, like a North Carolina, South Carolina. Style. Oh, you know what's nice? You get that potato salad and that nice, like, loose coleslaw uh, juice. You know, that's nice, just a nice, loose, kind of translucent white. Like you wiped, uh, like you washed out a paintbrush in a can, you know, and then uh, when you were painting the fence. Tom Sawyer style, and then all that white paint got in there, and then you just pour that water. Oh, that's great. Get that coleslaw, get that coleslaw mm. out of there. Mm, mm, mm. All right, the Jags of Holyoke are back to their second pick, and I think Mojag was responsible for this one. She went with the seasonal veggie. Uh, 
Stunned silence. Oh. Stunned silence. You know, you wanted no, something a little bit lighter, this. right? Yeah. I like the. I sub when you start with mac and cheese, you've got to have a healthier option, and so like your season seasonal veggie. Look, I think most of our experience is when you order the seasonal veggie, you get summer squash. Easily. That's it. Yeah. You, that's the only yeah. season ever. It's like summer squash is forever season. You get that yeah. sometimes mixed with zucchini, but that's your every seasonal vegetable is that. Well, look, here's your problem. You're getting what they have the most of and they need to sell. Hmm. That's what's happening when you get the seasonal veggie. So I, I prefer like, you know, the, but but the rules of this contest, you can't really come in and be like broccoli, asparagus. You can't you can't say a specific vegetable. Nope. So it's one of the only ways you can get in there and get like a healthier uh, side. And so I, I, I I'm I'm fine I'm with the pick, especially you know when you look at these picks, you can't look at them in a vacuum. Dan, you know, it, no, you couldn't you breathe. But if you looked at these in a vacuum, you couldn't breathe, and you'd fall yeah. at the same rate as a feather. Do you know that if you looked at these in a vacuum? Like falling, yeah. you you and a feather no, would fall at the same that's rate. Come up in our in our previous food dress because I always make the mistake of mm-hmm. using that that uh yep. that phrase and and it, it leads to this conversation. Um, but yeah, look, so you know, solid picks. Uh, I feel like you know, cottage cheese. We're coming back to Donnie in a minute, but I, I want to see what Martin puts with this soup of the day. All right, Martin Balsam up. He went with the tater tots. You mentioned earlier that the potatoes come fried in a couple of different forms, and he went with one of them with the tater tots. Yeah, look, I mean, strong pick. You, you, you've got to get a fried potato or, or a delicious. you got to get a good potato dish in here. Mm-hmm. You're, you're making a huge error if you don't lock down a solid potato. And they would, they would allow hash browns because that's classic diner. Hash browns is probably still out there if, you know, just a matter of taste if you want something oh, you like that. Hash browns in addition to tots. I feel like, okay, all right, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so look, with, with that on the board, but, you know, he doesn't get another pick for like 12 picks. Lock in your potato. You're going you're gonna to regret it if you don't, if you don't have a potato because if you're at a steakhouse, you got to have a potato. If you're at a diner, you're going to want a potato side. Basically, anytime you're eating like some greasy meats, you're gonna want some potatoes in there to balance it out. You gotta have a potato. Well, uh, good pick. You might like this pick by Donnie Pouts. Then he's went with cottage cheese in the first round. Second round, he's going potato chips. Nice sack of sack of chips. Now yeah, he's got a little chip okay. and dip kind of thing going right there. You know, it's okay. It's not a, It's it's not an awful pick, but I mean, I would much rather have hash browns. I would much rather have a potatoes au gratin. I would much rather have a potatoes O'Brien. I mean, potato chips, though, more versatile. And uh, I, I heard in another uh, food draft, the best availability is, uh, or the best ability is availability. Availability, yeah. And potato chips are, uh, you know, you, you can use them in a lot of places. So I'm, I'm not thrilled with where Donnie is overall. Cottage cheese was a complete wasted pick, but potato chips is, is yeah. not a bad pick. Also, for him, he I think he's forty five, but they're forcing him to go back and do sixth grade over again, so he's gonna have to be packing some lunches and those potato yeah. chips will come in handy with with his brown bag if he's brown sacking it back uh back to grammar school. Surprised surprised that the onion rings have gone surprised the coleslaw though not my favorite is not gone so, uh you know the fresh fruit cup on the side a little healthier option could could uh could well fix uh 
go well with like the fries <laughs> later or something. So there's some interesting stuff. To Donnie, Donnie Pouts, uh, cry, hey, he crossed out fruit cup uh, and put potato chips when this was. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so, interesting. Uh, Gurgles Manvox, the aquatic merbot, is up, and uh, Gurgles Manvox picks right, picking right before Coleslawson goes with Coleslaw. Gurgles Manvox picks up Coleslaw right there at 13. Yeah. I, I want to mention, by the way, I, and I think I'm in the minority here, but I actually, I think I'd rather, just for the rest of my life, if I could only have one between tater tots and baked potato, I, I think I'd maybe take the tots. Oh, sure. Oh, you're not alone. You're not alone. I, I love a tot. And by the way, you can do a loaded tots and a loaded fries. Oh, yeah. A loaded baked potato. And and then you get the, the, the sauce and the like bacon oh. and chives and everything. They have a stronger, uh, stronger amount of the volume than with the big potato. You're, you're the so, furthest uh, thing from alone, buddy. You're, you're at least in a room with everyone who's 17 or younger. I can tell you that, yeah, you know, without a right. doubt. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, kids. Me and the kids. Oh. The potato Look, coleslaw, it's not a pick that I would make for, for the aforementioned reason that coleslaw is uh, not a consistent. It's not a consistent delivery. Uh, there's a lot of bad coleslaw out there. You wish but, it was more consistent with its consistency. <laughs> what is, what's that, you, you and Coleslaw, you wish it was more consistent in its consistency. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Good one. Good point. Good point, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> way, way better than the 11th best in the business. I get out of here. Coleslawson's up picking. Ooh, he went with creamed spinach. Classic, I guess, kind of steak joint uh, side creamed spinach so he had that side salad and backs it up with that cream spinach so cream spinach very interesting i love cream spinach but it is a it is a one trick pony mm-hmm. right? it's I, trick is good but it's yeah but that's the only one it's got yep i have had cream spinach in a non-steakhouse setting less than five times in the in the last decade mm-hmm. i probably had it 30 times in a steakhouse setting and I'm happy every time that I have it, but it's just, it's not a side. It's one, it's one I would put for the fourth round and I would say, Hey, I really, you know, look, uh, we're talking about a guy who's got third pick. Yeah. He's going to get an early pick in the fourth round. And in the fourth round, that's where I'm looking to get that idiosyncratic, you know, once a month, six times a year type side. But right now I need, I need my, you know, no pun intended, but I need my I meat and potatoes. And mm-hmm. in particular, if I, if I, if I'm not, if I don't have a potato by now, I'm starting to panic. Yep. Okay. And I, I'm going to lock down a potato. So if you're sitting on uh, a side salad and you back that up with um, cream spinach, you know, you got too many greens. You're already good on the greens. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think bad pick. For this particular spot. All right, Barney Grubble down to our last two picks. Barney Grubble, ooh, he went back to the barbecue sides. He went with collard greens. He has collard greens at 15. He Is that an overreach, Rush? Yeah, that's a terrible pick. Mm. That's a terrible pick, and I, I don't like what Barney Grubble has done overall. I don't like toasted, too. I don't like collard greens at, uh, at 15. I feel like I'm not, I'm not eating... Just plain and simple, Barney Grubble's throwing a party. I'm not going. You're not he's, going, huh? Uh, he's cooking for everybody. You got some nice, you have some nice toast. And, and uh, Jacques Dutronc and the Bowling Boogie, the heavy hitters and the Chi-Chi music, wrapping it up at the end of round two. And, and there they are, Rush, your onion rings. Now, how do you feel about that? It's French fries round one, onion rings round two. It might have been best available, 
but is he hitting the same is he hitting the same bell here? Uh, look, onion not a good pick. Not good. Fries. No. Let's start with that. Don't need don't need your onion rings when you have fries. Fries like this is a guy. He's got fries. He's got them. So now you now you can go bananas. You can I mean not literally ah, bananas. bananas. But, but you can you can take because you have an everyday delicious unhealthy side. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is you got to find one or two kind of salad like things to go to be your solid healthy sides because you don't need a second unhealthy side that is you know coles to newcastle at this point you know you're you're overdoing it that's Um, coleslaw to coleslawville you know that's coleslaw's gone no but i mean that's like you said coles to newcastle that's like taking coleslaw to coleslaw town you know that's right it's like taking coleslaw to coleslaw town it's like bringing more coleslaw to a party under the sea with gurgles man box (laughs) it's not a good pick uh, you know, look, onion rings overall, I thought they would go way higher than 16th. I personally think the onion ring is an overrated side dish, but I, I wouldn't have a problem with it going, you know, in round two. Uh, it's a relatively popular dish, but fries are just, I, I can't remember the last time I had the option, but onion rings and fries and, and, and anything other than like some sort of sense of gluttony, uh, uh, you know, shame kept right. me from getting fries. Russ, we got to get out of here pretty pretty quick. But outside the fruit cup, two questions: What what do you think was the healthiest option still out there? Because uh, Jacques is going to get the pick, you know, right now at seventeen to maybe balance it out. And also, who had the best draft in your opinion of uh, for after the first two rounds? I, I'll you know I'm kind of interested in like a Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. or a um. Mm-hmm. Uh, an asparagus or a broccoli, if you're allowed to make those sort of picks. I'm not sure exactly which ones fall fully into the uh, the, the rules of the side contest. I but, think asparagus uh, would have to be there. I don't think I've ever been to a steakhouse that I didn't see big ass asparagus being being offered in the in yeah. the in the getting there. Yeah, the one I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's not my favorite thing, but I'm shocked that it didn't go as the mashed potatoes. I feel all like, right, uh, mash, sure. That's a side I, I would have expected to see off the board for sure. Um, in terms of who whose draft that I really like, uh, boy, I mean, uh, Trunk was right there with the French fries, but then throwing it with the onion rings. Yeah, I mean, I still I still like his draft because French fries are so heads and shoulders above everything. Gotcha. But in terms of a nice one-two, maybe Marty Balsam. Uh, you like the the soup of the day and the tater tots I do. there? I think that's yeah. that, that stands out for me. I don't hate a mac and cheese with with some veggies on mm-hmm. the side because you you've got a a good a good unhealthy and healthy combo. Oh, and you had um, mentioned I've, Tickle Goose looked okay with his with his beans and his that, though you don't like beans. Yeah. You think it's Ob- objectively, I think Tickle Goose Tickle Goose really kind of stole it there with a great wheel with uh, a baked beans and potato salad. I'd be really interested to see where he goes in his last two picks, but Right, yeah, cuz he can go to town. Uh, he he has to get out of the picnic, but he can go anywhere, you know. Well, this was Dan Dem's Tasty with Rush Howell for the side draft of the of the continuing saga that is our food draft. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and uh, hope hope we did it justice. Bye bye, everybody. All right, great stuff. Uh, it was good to talk to Dan there. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, TJ. Yeah. Here's the situation. All right. You've gotten a job at the Synonym Assignation Corporation. <laughs> sure. 
or the set. All right. Um, and uh, for those that have never heard this before, the way it works is there's a synonym assignation corporation. The, the people that work there, you, you included, get to decide who gets to use certain slang terms or synonyms for certain things. So in the past, we've, we've had uh, 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 cold beer. Yep. And we said, who gets to use suds? Who gets to use uh, a cold one? Uh, things like that. Money. Um, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, money was the most specific ever. Yeah. It was foods that start with C. Yeah. Uh, that was fantastic. But for this one, we're gonna just. This one's probably the broadest. If if uh, if if C word uh, foods for money was the narrowest, this is the broadest. It's who gets to use these slang terms for things that are good. Okay, great. Things that are good or great or wonderful. All right. So first of all, I want to know. Who and it, it, as always, it could be as broad or as narrow a group as you want it to be. Okay. Uh, in terms of who gets to allow allowed to use these words, but so these are things that are good. We're going to start with uh, one that is gnarly. Oh. So the people that say something is gnarly, uh, and, they, and they use it to mean good or great. Only people who were. 14 to 22 between the ages uh between the years of 1980 to 1987 all right and you had to grow up west of the east border of california got it so you so it's okay if you're in hawaii yeah. Uh, maybe maybe some spots in Oregon, Washington State, yeah. Alaska, but but uh, beyond that, uh, you know, uh, Vancouver, you're good. Yeah, I like that. I think that geographic limiter was was an important one. I think so too. So basically, yeah, if you take if you take that straight line of the of the east coast, uh, the east border of California, and just keep that going straight up, anyone to the west of that would be would That's be right. yeah. Doesn't matter if you were 15 in 1982. If you lived in Pennsylvania, Mm-mm. get out of here. Can't have early. it. Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. In fact, if you should be fined or something if you if you are from Pennsylvania and start throwing around gnarly. Hey, the Senate Investigation Corporation has that <laughs> sort of authority. Uh, who's allowed to use the term keen? Keen. That's pretty keen. Um, scientists. Uh, bona fide scientists. Um, actually, you know what? No, scientists, but also people with like chemistry sets. Um, anyone near, kind of near, behind, or within reaching distance of a beaker or a test tube, you can. They can say science enthusiasts. Yeah, sure, but you gotta be into it. You, you know, you really got it. You can't just watch a couple episodes of Nova and start throwing around Keen. Yeah, I, th- I think I want the glassware somewhere. Somewhere around in your house or within reach, um, and I think have a pair of safety goggles better have a titration. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If if you if you don't have you don't have to have your name monogrammed in it or whatever, but you should have kind of a white coat. You should have a white coat that goes down down to your knees. You know, a light white lab coat. Um, I think or formerly formerly did those things and sustained a science related injury. So. Um, older people who don't do science anymore because they burn their hands real bad, they can still use keen in 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 lifetime in life situations. And but. I'm glad that they still are, despite that rough accident. Uh, yeah, that they still still see some keen things. In oh yeah, still seeing keen. They're probably not doing too much scientifically keen stuff anymore. But yeah, they're still yeah still experiencing keen things. Sure. All right, 
great. Uh, next one is nifty. Who's allowed to say that's nifty? Um, you know what? It's people who have the persona of sweetness, but they're actually at minimum tax cheats. Um, but all the way up to like multiple murders. Um, but they have the, they have the outward persona of the people who, you know, just leave a plate of cookies out on their mailbox for the neighborhood kids just cause they're, just cause they're so that they're so sweet. So you have to actually be, you actually have to have to be a, 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 a criminal caught or uncaught. These are, these are phonies. These are bad. All phonies. For the most part. And, uh. Yeah, so and they're really calling themselves out by using nifty. Oh so yeah, really. You've sent a message, hey guys, don't <laughs> yeah. use it unless you want people to know. <laughs> minimum, minimum tax fraud. Yeah, th- this rule, this rule is also being sent to like every police department in America and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, Smart. keep Smart. an ear out. Uh, next up, uh, more a uh, little bit more of a recent phenomenon. Okay, and that is amaze balls. Okay. Say that something is amaze balls. Sure. So, um, maze balls are some, um, some, um, women who are trying too hard. Um, that's, that's a, like, they're, they're trying to be the fun one of their five, five ladies who are out. And that's yep. that. And that's, you know, they, they can use, they can use that. Um, 10 years old or under without irony and freely they that that they can they can actually use it when they are amazed uh when they yep. are amazed at things you hit 11 you can get into hogwarts and you can't say amazed <laughs> no, balls yeah, that's right you take that trade um who else can use amazed balls oh um un uh, here's here's who can also use it in a good way head chefs who just tried something that a sous assistant chef or prep chef made on kind of like a flyer, like chef, would you mind trying this? It's something I've been working. So a, like a really good chef can taste something and just go amaze balls and mean it in a really like, in a very earnest, in a very earnest way. I like it. Yeah. Good contours to that one. A lot of, yeah, uh, a lot of thought went in. That's why you got shit. the job. Um, and let's end on. Okay. The cat's pajamas. Okay. Um, oddly enough, no one who owns a cat. Um, that you, uh, you have to be kind of um, like a millionaire who was stranded uh, for a period of time. So, like, a shipwrecked millionaires can can okay. use it. <laughs> um, um, cats. A lot of those shipwrecked millionaires end up on the eccentric billionaire island. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Just getting made fun of for how for yeah. how, for their bank accounts well, and having all sorts of procedures done to them. Right, I'm I'm tempted to leave it just to stranded, just to millionaires who have been shipwrecked, um, or plane wrecked, but wrecked in a in an area. That's the they cat- sure as hell are using it when they get rescued. Yeah, They're like oh, a, a ship is coming by. That is the cat's pajamas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and old um old lady poker poker players who um are wearing sunglasses and they can say it with with the sunglass moved down towards the end of the nose and boys that's the cat's pajamas it's, they can they can do it they can do it on a winning hand that that I allow that so age nice. age and then milieu either has to be poker table or or have been middle of nowhere <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rush. Here's the situation. You get a visit from our friend, the eBay wizard, and he needs your help. So Excellent. the eBay wizard, what he tries to do is he has these spells and, and stuff, but he doesn't know kind of what the value of money is and what fair market value is. And so he wants to sell some of these, both to get them out there and also to just donate some of these monies to charity, I believe he does. And, That's right. And yep. he needs your guidance as a man of the real world to say, like, hey, here's what I think you should get for it when you put it on eBay for the buy now price. So these aren't for, yeah. aren't for auction. And as usual, yep, we don't... Yep, buy now. We don't look for the price you could get from some nutball, uh, nutball billionaire, but from you know, from you know, basically regular population. Even though the prices can get pretty high, because some of these things are pretty, pretty extraordinary. Yes. So um, he has four spells for you, and the first Wonderful. one he'd like you to price is um, oh, this was based on uh, Freaky Friday. Um, is you can immediately go from Tuesday to Friday. With satisfactory results in all things that occurred during that time. Uh, one time only? It's a one shot? It's a one, one shot. Yep. One. Maybe you have a big presentation you think you're going to bomb on Thursday. You can go right from Tuesday to Friday and guarantee that you had satisfactory results. They'll be neither extraordinary in either sense, uh, good or bad. Wow. Yeah. That, what a great spell. What a great spell. He, this guy's really got some interesting stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh I will. I, look, I would love, love to have this one in my pocket mm -hmm. because there are there have been times where you're facing, you just know you're like I got 72 hours of hell coming up. Yep. I just man, oh man, I am behind on work or I have so much to do. Maybe even the fun stuff starts next Monday and the hard stuff is you know this this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Keep in mind this this could be like very attractive to people. Um, for other reasons too, like like bad flyers who sure. have had a lifelong desire to go to Australia, they can they can miss one leg of that flight, right? It's yep. Just, it's as, as if it never happened. Um, or, uh, you know, gosh, um, you're 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 you've got an, a really really difficult workout coming up that you're worried about as you're training for you know a marathon or something. Yeah. The only tricky part is. Like if you think you'd have a chance of doing it and ha and doing it excellently, you're definitely limiting that. You definitely won't have done it excellently, but you will not have failed at it either. So you know it is it is a guarantee of competence for certain. Yeah, you know? right. Like you yeah. got the job done at yep. least. So uh, again, but here, but uh, so I've been rambling. But to me, the ultimate market for this is like college students who have. Final Three week or four or, exams yeah. or, or, or ten, you know, four papers due over the next whatever. So I, I think you can find, you know, some trust fund kids or whatever. And I think you're looking at. I'm going to put this price at at, at twenty thousand dollars. Sure. And I think it's going to. I think it's going to move. It's going to move. Yeah. All right, Rush. For the next one, it's kind of an interesting one, and this one is a forever uh, talent. You can do this forever. You can unfry things. So you can take like French fries and turn them back into kind of like raw potato or or anything that's fried. You can unfry them. I, right. I don't even know what the use of it was, but you can do that forever and ever. I'm gonna put that at you know 
Uh, we're just going to throw out there that it's a thousand dollars because I, I can't tell you a single use that jumps to mind yeah, as, as having any real value. <laughs> but at the same time, I can't tell you that having that sort of ability, which can reverse a, a state of matter, is is totally useless. It can't be totally useless. Right? I mean, it's probably going to be something pretty interesting that could happen. E- even even if it was like to incorporate it into what became a magic act, yeah, you know, or something like you that. You turn like. like pancakes back into batter kind of i guess or or something like that i, I yeah, yeah i don't even know I, I think though it's going to be a asymmetric application it's going to be something it's not going to be somebody who's just like oh yeah my mozzarella sticks didn't come out great this time let's redo it you okay know? yeah it's, but and, and again remember like most fried food almost all fried food is via cheap ingredients that's why you're frying it uh-huh. you're just frying the hell out of it to uh to take something that's usually pretty cheap and make it and make it tasty and usually sell it for cheap. And so, so it's not like there's a bunch of stuff where, Oh my God, you know, if we could only get back to the, the ingredient before we fried it, we've hit, <laughs> we've hit a home run. Right. So instead I think it's going to be something weird, like a magic act, right. Where like, Oh, the amazing, you know, uh, whoever has once again fooled Penn and Teller by, Nobody understands quite how we ended up with this uh, this pancake batter coming out of a hat, right. but he did it. All right. Um, how about this one, Rush? You could switch places with another consenting adult, Freaky Friday style, for 12 hours. I think people would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Now, they've got to be a consenting adult, yep. uh, which is good. That's a good... I, I like how the eBay wizard, he's... he's uh, you know, he's got some morality built into this. So I think so. Like, he wants magic like, to have. He wants magic to have a good reputation. You know, like especially yeah. if he's going to be dealing, coming back to. He's been on eBay a few times now, right? I mean, he wants to. Yeah. He wants people to be able to trust his his product. Right, but you don't want. I mean, you don't want some horrible thing like, uh, you know, magic spell used to have sex with Blake oh, Lively. No, no, you know? no, no, uh, no. Somebody no. swapped bodies with Ryan Reynolds, which is a uh, which is a, a body swap <laughs> movie. <laughs> Um, so what do you do? So, like you walk around following, following them and wait until it seems like a time when they, they're really getting along pretty well. Cause otherwise they could just go home and be like, Hey, I'm tired. And you spend 12 hours in Ryan Reynolds body, just sleeping for the first part. That's and then, what you deserve. Yeah. That's what you deserve. Having breakfast and going that, for a run. That's done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Like you, you end up in some like excruciating workout. <laughs> right. and it gets up at two a.m. For, for Deadpool you, you three, don't know the lines. <laughs> right. and you're in like the actor's nightmare. That's what you fucking deserve. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say though, there's there's certainly applications, right? It's the empathy imp had some similar thoughts, which, by the way, was the thing I thought about doing. Ah, uh, right. Jumped to mind that I did not use was the empathy imp, but I do think there would be applications. It would be pretty interesting. To allow people to swap, even as much as um, you, you know, your loved one is, is dying of cancer, and you say, "I'd like to be able to uh, right. feel the pain that you're going through to demonstrate and you give know, uh, and give you twelve hours pain free." Yeah, exactly. Right. Give you, just give you that little respite. Um, so I don't know. Let's call it, but it's it's still kind of weird. You're swapping the bodies, but but again, you know, to walk a mile in another man's shoes, right? It's interesting. So I'm going to say $6,350. Okay. $6,350. Very nice. And the last one, Rush. Oh, and this just comes off of Freak, I guess, like Circus Freak. You can have the talent 
of a single classic circus entertainer, but their their actual talent, not a strong man lifting a thousand pound barbell, but his actual strength, what whatever yeah. actual talent goes into lion taming, which may be just more courage and you know and stuff like that, or acrobatic talent or whatever. You can have the true actual talent of a classic circus performer for for life. Yep, for the lifetime. I'm gonna probably say it about. Uh... I'm going to say like $80,000. And the reason I'm putting it about there is uh, you're going to have people who are unemployed and looking or, or, or not satisfied with their employment who are going to be interested in um, being able to take that talent and turn that into a vocation. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, I think it'd be worth um, you know, a pretty hefty upfront investment to be able to uh, to pull it off, but but I think that's going to go for a bunch. All right, it's a lifetime, it's a lifetime serious talent. And by the way, even if you're, you know, if you want to have a great strength like that, that, that could be great. That could be something and flexibility. You know, not maybe having like a super long mustache or whatever, but the, there's some stuff <laughs> that would be interesting. All right, I think I think you got through. Uh, I think yeah, you got through that entirely, buddy. So. Okay. Back to you. All right, TJ, here's the situation. All right, pal. You're a spy. Oh, no. Okay. I was I was scared of this one. I was worried about this one. <laughs> uh, you're undercover tending bar at a fancy cocktail lounge. All right. Famed, famed for its innovative drinks as well as its fried food platters uh, for the patrons to share while they imbibe these fancy drinks. This is the situation I was scared of, Rush. This is this is yes. the one. This is it. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I've, I've had to do it several times. <laughs> yes, so you have. I'm glad you will get a chance. Um, the, uh, the menus have no descriptions as they want people to take a chance, uh, but the waitstaff is required to explain the cocktails and fried platters if asked. Okay. Now, you as a spy have snuck in and, have, and you're not trained as a waiter there, but you're posing as one just for this evening because you think the target that you're spying on is likely to uh, to come in. But you can't have your cover blown, and one way for your cover to be blown was would be for patrons to ask you about a dish and for it to be obvious you don't know what's in that dish. Right. So I need you to now explain for me exactly what is in the following dishes. All right, buddy. <laughs> uh, first off, we have one of their... Uh, one of their fried platters, mm. and it's called the sloppy poppers. What, uh, what, what, what are in these uh, sloppy poppers here? Oh, you're gonna love that. That's um, that's a hollowed out jalapeno stuffed with uh, sloppy Joe sauce and uh, and chili mixed together in there, and then those are surrounded by calamari rings, and then we deep fry, we batter dip and deep fry that that whole that whole thing. Yeah. Wow. I, I might, I actually kind of want to try that. And that nice. Um, yeah. You're going to like that. Great. Uh, now there's uh there's a drink here that's called nothing but the rest. Yeah. What, what, what is in that? I, cause I, I don't like vodka, so I want to make sure. I oh, there is vodka in there. There is, uh, well, what we do is we take, you see that, <laughs> you see that black mat that he pours all the, all the drinks on. Yeah. Whatever ends up in that black mat, he just picks that up, kind of folds it, pours that into uh, pours that into a martini glass, pours a little bit of Bacardi one fifty one on top, sets it on fire, and brings it right over to you. Oh God! Oh no! Thank you. 
I, I don't recommend it. It's it's <laughs> we make it. I don't re- I don't recommend it. That's the nothing oh, but yeah, the rest. There's a few eyebrows are raised on that one. Yeah. On the previous one, everybody was right there, but now some eyebrows are up a little it's, bit. It's for daredevils. It's for it's for daredevils more more than the uh, the the discerning drinker. Uh, the next one, uh, they say, uh, this is on the menu. I don't even know if this is drink or food, but it says Tennessee Williams meets Minnesota Fact. Oh, yeah, that's drink and food. Um, The Tennessee Williams is the drink where we give you some beautiful Tennessee uh, sour mash uh, bourbon and uh, and we we make it sad. Uh, So um, we put some bitters in there. It's uh, to uh, as a nod to the to the playwright. Uh, There always seems there is some acrimony. So that's uh, yeah, that's bourbon and bitters and the. Minnesota Fats is uh, deep fried ice cream with a couple of uh, um, candy sticks shoved shoved through the middle. It's as though it's as though someone took two cue sticks and shoved them into a giant oh. cue ball. There, yeah. Well, I can tell you, we're going to order one of those. Should we just put in oh. one order for a Tennessee Williams and Minnesota Fats, and then we can continue to think? But but before we let you go, that we did have a question. Um, this one says it's it's the Kit Kat and Caboodle. What is the Kit Kat and Caboodle? Oh, the Kit Kat and Caboodle is we uh, we make a train of Kit Kat candies. Uh, so we take Kit Kats, um, three packages, so twelve total, and the the chef uses um, free freeze um, blast to connect them like a little train. So that it'll be it'll be a train of twelve Kit Kats, and the Caboodle. I'm glad you asked. Is a Cabernet. <laughs> And oh, no. poodle and poodle hybrid, so it's a hypoallergenic um, poodle poodle themed cabernet, poodle flavored cabernet. Uh, you want know actually? Oh, let me. No. I'll be right back. Let me just check with. <laughs> let me check with my manager on the on the caboodle. I'm sure about the Kit Kat part, but uh, I'll be right yeah. back. Oh, you might be in a little. You're covered nearly blown. <laughs> well, I might be heading. For, I might be heading for the window there, buddy. I might. Poodle flavored <laughs> Cabernet. Uh, but uh, you have one final chance to redeem yourself. Oh, okay, good. Uh, after the Tennessee Williams Minnesota Fats, by the way, they're they're so distracted by their enjoyment uh, of that, uh, or their their expectations. <laughs> yeah, around the that, they say. Last though. thing, uh, just gotta don't think I'm gonna get it, but I'm intrigued. Uh, Reggie's greatest mistake. What is that? Ah, Reggie's greatest mistake. This refers to our actual chef, Reggie, who was taken by the, uh, was a fan of the Simpsons and uh, specifically the line where they said, sir, I'll have your most expensive thing stuffed with your second most expensive thing. And uh, the waiter says, very well, uh, lobster stuffed with tacos. And Reggie thought it would be fun to stuff our least expensive thing with our second least expensive thing. Um, which led to something that some people find tasty. It's celery injected with butter, butternut, uh, schnapps. And so, um, so it's, uh, you, it's, uh, uh, six celery sticks and you bite in there. Uh, but those veins in there, those celery veins have just been filled with, uh, yeah, butterscotch, butterscotch schnapps. So uh, I think well, you looking, wear I'm it off I... as you chew it, which is, uh, you know, a uh, net positive for you, but it is a challenging flavor. 
Yeah, well, I'm looking in the menu, and it says right here, celery, $0, free celery. And then there's nothing for under $21 until you get to the butter butterscotch snaps. So yeah. that all checks out, <laughs> and uh, I believe you to be a waiter, not a spot. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk. Then I take out my silencer, and I don't know, was I supposed to, sh- supposed to shoot everybody or no? All right. Uh, here's... Here's the last one, Rush, and I love I love when you do this one for me. So I hope I hope you enjoy it being done to you, um, right. Rush. I need you to rank these four diets in the order from the most oh, palatable to the least palatable. They've done the research on this, and you will lose weight if you do these for thirty days. Um, but you have to. I want you to tell me which one you're most willing to try, uh, down to the least willing to try. Ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. And today, oh, and this was Freaky Friday, so uh, they are all they're all similarly themed. This is called the My Girl Friday Rush. Uh, the first one, it's a sensible breakfast, but instead of lunch, you have to watch the movie My Girl, and anything you eat the rest of the day has to be fried. Okay. All right. All right. So I gotta every day I gotta put down My Girl. <laughs> yep. In the middle of the day. Oh yeah. And then uh, okay, sensible breakfast. I like that. Yeah. It's oh, your sensible okay. breakfast. Yeah. And then, yeah, some melodrama, and then everything the rest of the day has to be fried. Um, the second one is yep. Joe Friday. And that is the only beverage you are allowed is coffee, regular or decaf, but you can't drink anything else. Otherwise, you can eat whatever you like. Got it. Okay, so uh, I can only drink coffee and otherwise eat whatever I want. Joe Friday. Yep. It's really Joe Monday through Sunday. Okay. Yes, it really is. The next one is Friday, I'm in love. Um, this one you can eat as you like for breakfast and lunch, but dinner must be lobster with butter, asparagus, three glasses of champagne, and six chocolate-covered strawberries. And that's the Friday I'm in love. All right, hold on. Three glasses of champagne. Yep, and six uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. So basically, okay. you have to eat like a romantic dinner by yourself. So that's Great. that's what you get. Yeah. But what was the side though? Was, uh, asparagus. You get a nice. You get some nice asparagus. Got it. Yeah. Lobster, lobster okay. with drawn butter, asparagus. And then the last one is the thank God it's Friday, where you can only eat items specifically mentioned as food in the Bible. Okay. So they they mention cows, but they don't mention beef. So you couldn't. So you couldn't have it. You know, it has to be mentioned as like honey and uh and that kind of stuff so if it's like mentioned as a chicken walking around you can't have it they'd have to mention eating chicken at some at some point so i don't i don't think anyone even you know we don't even know all of what that involves but you'd have access to all those foods if you decided to go with that i get a bible and a a, a shepherd uh (laughs) to watch over my uh diet who will decide whether or not they uh, accept me saying, you know, oh, it says right here, uh, pork. Yeah, I think uh, you know Leviticus says you should, you can't eat pork. So mm-hmm. yep. that, that's, but but I'm allowed to eat it. Right? Yes, it's because, because it's mentioned. Bible, yes, it's mentioned. You could have okay. d- definitely dairy and shellfish because I think that's specifically precluded, right? So yeah, you could yeah. have, you could have that. Yep, I'm so guessing you could God have just about any. You could have just about any cloven foot animal, is my guess. Yeah. Goat, sheep. I'm guessing those all got eaten. So yeah. manna, if you can get your hands on it. Okay, I, I I know my order. I got it. Really, you're locked in. Okay, I'm locked and loaded. I, I'm gonna go from my last place to first place, or first place to last place. Uh, go last place, last place to first place. All right, the one I am absolutely uh, last for, uh, believe it or not, 
is Joe Friday. Yeah, I figured. Um, yeah, I have never in my life, <laughs> never in my life, had a sip of coffee, and uh, I am. I, my body is going to reject that diet in a major way. You could, uh, and you could eat whatever you wanted to. You could guarantee lose weight, eat whatever you want to, and it's the last one you're going to, last one. Absolutely. Well, I think I might die because I think I'm going to be dehydrated, terribly dehydrated because I'm going to, look, I'm going to drink that coffee. I'm going to, I'm going to be going to the bathroom. (coughs) There's going to be stuff happening to my insides that I am not familiar with. I'm going to be amped up in a weird way. I'm not going to have water. I'm not going to have, you know, any alcohol. Nope. I mean, I, I'm okay with the no alcohol, but no water is a problem. But the big problem is, I I, I don't want any coffee. I mean, I've gone an entire <laughs> life without having it. No thanks. You're never going to do it. Okay. Number three. Yeah. Uh, Friday, I'm in love. Okay. Um, I don't like lobster. No, you don't. So, I know. I, I know that. <laughs> so I'm all. I mean, I'm okay with this. Um, you know, I, I look three glasses of champagne is a little much on my own, uh-huh. and every day I'm waking up with that champagne headache and like. Just lobster butter mouth, and uh, but I, look, I like asparagus. I got no problem eating chocolate covered strawberries. I mean, if you said I got to eat six of those a night for the rest of the year and I'll lose weight, I'll do it. Okay, but, uh, I, I'm not excited about the lobster. I'm not excited about the lack of options. So that's number three. Are you having a lot of lobsterless dinners for that? Are you just not gonna not gonna have it, or are you just gonna choke it choke it down? Oh, like I, I took. I, my understanding is, of the yeah, way that you gotta, works is I gotta eat. Yeah, it. you gotta eat it. Okay. You know, because that's part of that's part of the thing. So no, I'm I'm well. Look, if if I'm if I'm not forced to eat the lobster, it might move to number two. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but number two for me is going to be thank God it's Friday. Okay. I, I kind of like the challenge of it. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 enjoy reading through some passages of the Bible. Really. You know, hopefully I got like an online Bible I can control uh, F looking for some food terms. You can definitely have milk and honey. We know that, you know? Yeah, but there's also, I can. I know I can have an apple. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think there's going to be most foods. And then I think it's just going to be kind of a fun little thing to say, all right, here's a list of about 200 foods, you know. Yeah. Uh, Olives. Interesting week. Grapes. Know, sure. I thought that might have actually been one. I'm surprised you're willing to stomach this much my girl. Yeah, that's obviously the downside, right? But the, the upside is, I wake up, I have a sensible breakfast. I'm thrilled about that. Then I watch this movie that I don't, I'm not interested really in watching. It's, I mean, it's a tearjerker. I, I, I got to lose about uh, probably what 95 minutes in the middle of my day uh-huh. uh, every single day, um, and I, I got to do it for lunch. I'm not allowed to eat any other food until I finish watching My Girl. But uh, I think I can, I think I can, I can work it in. Uh, you know, in the middle of the day, just like like a you know, like during the quarantine, it's going to be easier to do that, right? Just be like, I'm not going to, guys, I can't schedule any calls from noon to one forty. I got to watch my girl. One hour and, and 42 then, minutes. I just looked it up. So, yeah, nice. with, with credits and stuff, probably an hour and a half. So, then, um, and then I just get to go absolutely bananas oh, yeah. eating fried food, uh, which is just going to be like. Has to be. Can only be. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I think the only reason I kind of don't eat fried food a lot is that uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to gain weight. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. You know what? You're right. I, the Bible's going to be one. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> okay. Because because I, I I kind of in my head I I decided that I could eat like uh, 
hamburgers, you know, <laughs> because I just think of, I was just like, you can eat whatever you want. Cause I think of like fried food is whatever I want. But now that I'm thinking about it, so what would I be eating? I'd be eating French fries. I, I would be ordering like a large, uh, sampler platter. Yeah. And I think like, you probably could have a hamburger fried, you know, fried on a grill, but you wouldn't be able to have the bread unless you also like deep fried, you know, or fried the bread somehow as well. well they like, do this like twice fried donuts. I'd probably have those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would fry up some. Uh, oh, you could definitely have it in a donut for sure. Cause that's all fried. You you could, you could fry that once and have it. Sure. For that. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, maybe I would get sick of all the fried stuff, but uh <laughs> You could have it between pancakes. You could have it. You could have it uh, on like a on a funnel cake if you wanted. I, I, yeah, I'm just frying up. <laughs> like, I'm frying up stuff left and right. I mean, I have fried cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, gosh. I, I, first of all, I just I, I'm not even gonna eat the sensible breakfast because I'm gonna be like, sure, you're gonna be good. Do it, do it. I'm good. I'm gonna watch my girl. I'm starting my girl at ten. That's lunchtime, buddy. And then, Post, by post that. by day two, you're not gonna want breakfast. You know, like, with everything you've had for dinner, you're you're gonna be okay skipping skipping your sensible breakfast. I can tell you that. I'm, just, I'm going to Waffle House. I'm getting, <laughs> there's not a thing on the Waffle House menu that's not fried. No. So I'm just pounding that down. I'm having a great time. Yeah, fried uh, eggs, I'm, fried hash browns. You're gonna have fried bacon, all that. Fried eggs, sandwiches. You know, just fry the bread. I don't put it on whatever you want. You know. <laughs> I'd be very happy. Very happy. I, I, I'll trade if my current diet is. I'd much rather be on my girl Friday <laughs> watching this, uh, watching this uh, film every day. I'd probably rather be on the Bible one than my than my current diet right. as well. I mean, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for giving me some good options. I usually stick you with some real rough ones. <laughs> Cream to fit in your jeans? Nah, man. That, that, that's that's she's all right. That's. That was an okay diet. Um, hey, Rush, to complete the Freaky Friday theme, do you want to do? Do you want to do the thank yous? Oh God, uh, sure. Okay. Thanks to uh, Nate DeFord for producing. He's done a uh, phenomenal job uh, uh, for us. He truly has. Um, he has to listen to us. We make all sorts of mistakes, and uh, and uh, you know. It, we, neither of us would have had a clue no. as to how to do any of this. I mean, our answers always stay. He never, unfortunately, he never edits to a better answer. You know, like we just right. if we just screwed up some something technical or, or what have you. Yeah, he takes us from like a three to a three and a half mm-hmm. out of ten. Uh, I gotta thank uh, Julie Nichols. Gotta thank Emily Cardamus. Gotta thank our listeners. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, See, you're killing you, I, I know that they're listeners. And they're <laughs> hey, that's right. You're crushing it, dude. Uh, it's all, it's, it's just all an act I'm putting on that I don't know uh, what's going on there. I, I should say, if, you, if you're interested in reaching out to us, uh, you can. You can find us on Twitter at, uh, at uh, TJ and Rush. You can, uh, or, uh, you can find us on Gmail at uh, here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. There's no apostrophe or anything, no punctuation in that. But that's where you can send us. Look email. at you! You're you're giving them the whole the whole ride here. You that's mentioned right, the, yeah. the when's the last time we mentioned the Twitter handle? You're you're giving them yeah. the full yeah, full yeah. mind. No, I'm not I'm not any good at it, so I overdo <laughs> it. Like TJ, uh, I one time saw TJ in a uh, in a uh, 
improv show do like the first minute, minute and a half verbatim of the uh, 20,000 leaves under the sea uh, Disney ride. Um, so uh, TJ has really got these kind of stock intro and outro things down. But I work anyway, there, we do so need I... situations. Send them to us. If you like the show, please uh, rate, review us. Uh, tell some of your uh, friends or enemies or whatever. But uh, we love to uh, continue to get more listeners and. Uh, uh, anyway, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed being on the other end. Me too. You did a great job. Hopefully you did too. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, Bob.